Life throws us curveballs all the time. Are you prepared when something big happens that tries to knock you off your feet? Do you fall and crumble? Or do you have a plan to get right back up and tackle the derailment like the amazing mama you are? It's really difficult to navigate all the roles and responsibilities that we have as moms. A lot of us are working in addition to all the mom and wife things that we're responsible for. So what happens when you're juggling all the things and balls keep getting dropped? You can't even keep up with normal life and then something unexpected happens. Are you prepared or are you totally thrown off and life that was holding on just by a thread comes crashing down around you? Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. We are talking today about unexpected circumstances that can derail your life and how to survive it. How do you get through it? I actually recorded an episode about this with one of my good friends, Kari Davis. She has her own podcast called The Well, and it'll be airing soon if it isn't already, depending on when we each publish these episodes. But you can hear the same stuff that I'm talking about today, just from a different perspective in a more conversational way. So I will link her podcast in the show notes for you as well. Is everyone ready for the exciting news? I've been waiting so impatiently to tell you because I am so excited. I have been working so hard to bring you something that can help you in your journey with time management, and it's almost done. I'm almost there. This project is the reason for my 4 a.m. wake-ups every day. It's called Ditch the Overwhelm. It's a biblical approach to time management. Are you ready to find balance and time to pursue God's call on your life? It's time to find balance in your busy mom life so you can have the time to do what God has called you to do. That's the goal. Learn how to manage your time effectively through time management routines and systems so you can free up more time than just the little cracks in your day. Keep that short fuse at bay and avoid feeling spread thin. It is possible and so much easier than you think. Imagine if you no longer felt pulled in multiple directions. Your short fuse rarely showed its face anymore and you can go through your day without all the noise, mess, and clutter surrounding you. Imagine if you had a set of routines in place that made your day simple and you knew that you were functioning in the role that God has called you to and you had time to do it. This initial launch of the course is going out to you at the cheapest it will ever be. I wanted to give you a great price so it wasn't a hindrance for any of you to be able to go through this course and make some life-changing things happen in your home and in your life. If you are a part of the Facebook community, I'm doing a raffle for 50% off the course for one lucky mama. So come on over, get in on that. If you want to find more out about the course, you can head over to bit, 
bit.ly slash ditch the overwhelm mama to check out what it has to offer. I even lay out what is in each of the seven modules for you and the bonus that is included. Also, in May, my coaching prices are going to increase. My time is getting less and the demand for one-on-one time management coaching has increased. So this course gives you a more affordable option. Plus, if you purchase the course and you want one-on-one coaching with me still, you will get 50% off for being a student. I need to think of a way to get you as best of an option as possible to learn to implement all these time management systems so you can free up your time to live out your amazing calling on your life. And this course is it. I created this because my podcast content has great things that you can implement, but oftentimes you need to go deeper. You need that help to walk you through this. And this course offers just that. Plus, it dives deeper than you will ever get in this podcast. It gives you step-by-step guidance and a workbook to work through everything. And it's especially created by me. I can't wait to get this finished and it's almost there. You mamas are going to love it. When life gets derailed, it can really disrupt things, no matter how organized and systemized you are. What happens if you have a baby or a child gets diagnosed with something life-changing? You get diagnosed with something life-changing, or maybe you're moving, or even just sickness that sweeps through your house and it hits you and the rest of your family. These types of situations can completely derail anything that you may have had somewhat under control. Or all these things happen at once. It's so difficult. Any big unexpected thing can cause you to get derailed, good or bad. I've had a lot of derailments in my life, some good, some bad, and sometimes multiple derailments at once. But that is how I got where I am today. Now, when derailment hits, I can handle them with a lot more finesse, and I don't get so overwhelmed. Some things that happened that caused complete derailment of my life was becoming a single mom getting married and gaining two bonus daughters, Georgia getting diagnosed with diabetes, my father-in-law moving in with us in the beginning of our marriage, Georgia got diagnosed with celiac recently. I don't think I updated you on all of our health stuff, so that will come later. I'll give you all the updates. I had a baby with a toddler. I moved with an infant and a toddler. I moved to a whole other state while being pregnant. Me getting diagnosed with autoimmune issues. And these things are just a few of the things that have happened. Some are great things and some aren't, but they were all major changes. So what do you do? How do you make those derailments a little easier to manage? The first three are part of normal life. Before a derailment happens, it's a way to get ahead of it. That way you're prepared and have these steps in place to work through it more seamlessly. It will never be completely seamless but it will be easier with these first three steps in place. The first step is to get ahead of the game with having a flexible schedule in place with consistent routines. When you have everything already in place, you're much more prepared when the unexpected happens. I have a lot of episodes on creating a flexible schedule and the course will help. It will help you create it specified for you and your needs. If you don't know how, you can check out the course. If you can't spend the money, then the episodes should give you a great start. But creating this flexible schedule and having those consistent routines in place are going to be huge for you to be able to handle derailments that come your way. Number two is get your family on board with routines. So once you set these routines and figure out what's working, get your family on board. If you have those closest to you on board with your schedule and your routines that you have in place, 
when you're taken on a detour due to an unexpected thing happening, or even an unexpected thing like having a baby that causes a major shift in your days, and no matter how you prepare for it, you're never ready. I'm sure you mamas remember, no matter how much you can prepare for it and how many babies you've had, you're just not ready. You can have people in your corner that can seamlessly take over and help you so you can focus your attention on where it needs to be. And they can help because they are on board and they already know these routines. Number three is don't leave your task list in your head. Make sure you have all your tasks and random to-dos on paper in an organized fashion, not just a long to-do list. You know how I feel about to-do lists if you've been listening for any amount of time. This is referring to the organized brain dump I talk about. Get it all out on paper and organize it. So that way, if something happens, you can pinpoint it to whomever you have brought in to help you. So that way they can tackle the things that they're able to do to relieve some of the pressure on you. They may not be able to do everything, but they can probably do quite a bit. If you don't have the set up and you just keep it all in your head and or have it even on just a long to-do list, When it's time to ask for help, you have no simple way to bring in another person. When you're a leader, whether a boss in a company or volunteering in some leadership capacity at the church or any other role that is in some type of leadership where you're over others, it's important to find people that can replace you. You will never be able to move into a new position or move on to something else that God is calling you to do if you don't find your replacement and begin to train them up. It's the same in your daily life. You need to train people to replace you, quote unquote, replace, not actually replace because no one can replace mama, but they need to be able to be able to replace you in certain areas. You'll never be able to take on more and do what you're passionate about if you don't train people up in other tasks that you're currently doing. When big things happen, typically your brain is not functioning at its optimum capacity. So If you have everything in routines and your tasks out of your head, organized on paper, then you don't have to worry about trying to remember and do things while you're frantic and focused on your more immediate need. So what if you don't have routines and all the things prepared and set up, then something happens to derail you? Step four is to just breathe. Just breathe. Just take a breath and try to focus your mind. You can't control what's happening. Remember what's currently going on is not in your control, so don't try to control it. If you're anything like me, you like to control it all. I like to know what's happening, when, and how, and I want to be in control of everything during it. This never works out well for me. I have learned over time that I can't control everything. Surprise! The best way to have the happy medium, so I'm not disappointed when things don't go my way, but I can still plan and have expectations met is to remind myself that I can't control everything. Just take a breath, and then this goes into the next step. Focus on what you can control. So step five is what can you control? Get a paper and pencil out and write out what you do have control of. It helps to focus on things that you can do something about instead of feeling overwhelmed and defeated by focusing on what you can't control. For example, I was recently diagnosed with some autoimmune things, All along with having to go gluten-free for Georgia, I had to go gluten-free for me too. I had to cut out a lot of other things. So I went on the autoimmune protocol diet and it's something that I'm going to have to continue probably for the rest of my life. It's not an easy transition and it was a shock to me. 
I was thankful that I finally figured out what was going on. But this was completely out of my control. I had to focus on what I could control. I can control what I cook, what food I bring into the house, since I do the grocery shopping. There are a lot of things that I can control. So I had to focus on that aspect of it all instead of getting bogged down by what I couldn't control and this diagnosis that I had no control over. Same thing with Georgia. When she was diagnosed with diabetes, if you listen to Kari Davis's episode when I was talking about this with her, you'll hear a whole lot. I used Georgia's diagnosis of diabetes throughout the whole episode. So you'll hear a whole lot of how I handled this. But when she was diagnosed, I didn't have all these things in place. And so it was really difficult. But looking back, I can see the ways that I did handle it well and ways I didn't handle it well. And I learned from it for future things. And that leads me into number six, focus on the most important and ask for help with everything else. I asked for help when it came to my diagnosis. I needed help. I had my mom look up some recipes and she helped me with different recipes. Even though I am great at cooking, I'm not used to cooking gluten-free. I'm not used to cooking without all the nightshades and all the inflammatory foods that I can't eat anymore. But I still had to make it good for the rest of my family because I'm not cooking two dinners. So it's been an adjustment. I had to ask for help. I had to ask for help when Georgia was diagnosed with diabetes. Asking for help is not saying that you are failing. Asking for help is saying that you know you need help and it's actually the strongest thing. It shows that you're strong and you're able to admit that you can't do it all because I hate to break it to you, but you can't. You can't do it all. You need to delegate. Delegate, delegate, delegate. In normal daily life, you need to delegate too. I think I talk about this quite often. It can be hard to relinquish control of things like we just talked about. But in a derailment situation, it's even more important. Life things still need to happen. So who can help and what can they do? You may need to stop and take a few minutes to take care of the delegation aspects of it. Make sure they know what to do and how to do it. Or like contacting the people and explaining what needs to be done. But it's better to take a few minutes at the start than having to be preoccupied with those things later when your attention really should be elsewhere. A little sub point to this is have a community, people to pray for and with you, people that are local to help with errands or hands-on tasks, people to support you, whether they're near or far. Like if you have a baby, people that can help set up a meal train so you don't have to cook dinners every single night when you get home from the hospital. Or maybe help with babysitting for the older ones while you're giving birth. And then after that, when you just need some rest, you need some local people to help. Or if you have a difficult diagnosis, somebody who can pray with you, bring things to the hospital for you. I had to have my mother-in-law bring me things to the hospital when Georgia was diagnosed with diabetes because I was so out of it mentally. I got stuff for her and I totally forgot to get stuff for me. You need people to help you with daily tasks that that you just can't bring yourself to do. Someone to sit and cry with you or talk it out or just to be there. Number seven is to have grace for yourself and your family. When life gets derailed, it can happen for any number of situations and reasons. The important thing to remember is to try to enjoy moments too. Even if it is a horrible situation that happened, if you can find moments to enjoy, it can make the situation a little bit easier to manage. You will miss things. Tasks will get lost or forgotten. You just need to be prepared for that. And things that you had told others around you that you were going to do maybe won't end up happening. 
your kids and your spouse are going through something too. Whatever the circumstances, it is affecting all of you. So have grace for all of you. Emotions are probably running high. So make sure you stay calm and patient and know that this too will pass and you will all be stronger for it. And number eight, and I think this is the most important one, is to keep in communication with God. He is the giver of strength and can help you keep your calm a whole lot better than you can do yourself. So don't forget that. He is there next to you in the middle of the situation, ready and more than able to help. Psalms 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Isaiah 40.29, he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Ephesians 6.10, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. He is our strength. Make sure you draw on the strength that God has given you and you can get through any derailment that comes your way. These eight steps can help you both prepare for a derailment that is sure to happen at some point in your life and to get through it stronger than you thought you would be. Don't forget to hop on over and check out what the Ditch the Overwhelm course is all about and get yourself excited for its debut. It's coming. I love you, Mama. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you like Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.